Welcome back to the I Coach Kids podcast, the home of the youth coaching conversation that puts kids first. To find out more about I Coach Kids, access our free youth coaching resources and connect with coaches around the world, just head to iCoachKids.org or simply search I Coach Kids. episode we discuss the Nike made to play coaching girls guide with expert Viv Holt of Youth Spot Trust International. Viv is a teacher of PE and a coach of 30 years as well as an international trainer of coaches and community workers who work with kids. I'm your host Megan Hill member of team I coach kids and so let's dive into this conversation. Hi Viv how are you? I'm great today Megan lovely to talk to you. Yeah thanks for coming on. Um, So International Day of the Girl is on the 11th of October, and perhaps it's not so widely known to our audience. And so can you tell us why we're talking about this for coaches? Yeah, really important uh, day coming up and one we should all be uh, thinking about. Well, the one thing we know for certain is kids around the world really like to play. It's innate. It's essential. And we also know that active kids do much better at school, they contribute in their communities, and they do much better in life. What we also know is that girls face many complex challenges and barriers, such as cultural, economic, and social, in terms of getting into sport and getting involved in sport. They tend to drop out twice as quickly as boys, And we also know that fewer girls get the opportunity to play sport. And one really important point about our work is that we know that less than 20% of female coaches in Europe have been trained in the past year in areas such as safety and injury prevention, sports skills and effective motivation techniques and certainly not how to connect with and make kids feel included. And I just think with the International Day of the Girl, we've got a real opportunity to focus on the issues of getting girls involved in sport, because we know that with the right mindset and tools, like the Made to Play Coaching Girls Guide, anybody can become a coach and create a fun and inclusive play and sport environment for girls to enjoy. That's great. Okay, so let's talk about how these issues can be addressed by coaches. So the Made to Play Coaching Girls Guide is a digital resource in 18 languages available to download from the iCoach Kids website. Viv, can you tell us what the Made to Play Coaching Girls Guide is and why do you think it's important? I think one of the things that makes it really important, Megan, is that it builds on some real extensive research from the Women's Sport Foundation They produced a very comprehensive report, and they also uh, put forward a wide range of experts from around the globe with their research as well. And this was fundamental to helping to shape the uh, Girls Coaching Guide. My role, particularly for Europe uh, through U-Sport Trust International, was to adapt the guide uh, for Europe because we know we have many differences compared to the original outline of the guide that are required to serve our complex needs across many countries in Europe. 
And I think the other reason that it's really important uh, in terms of a, a coaching guide is because it explores the critical role of the coach and the quality of coaching for girls, which are fundamental to getting girls involved in sport and getting them importantly to stay in sport. Absolutely. And so for a coach that has access to so many resources out there, why is this tool different? Well, you're absolutely right, Megan. There are lots of resources out there from all over the world and lots of them are very useful. But what's really helpful about this guide is the way it's laid out. It's laid out putting the coach at the heart of everything that is in it. It takes a real holistic approach to coach practice and coach implementation of activities for girls. There's some very strong recommendations there are some great tips and there are great examples for coaches, which are very simple to understand and very simple to implement. So that is why I think this is a particularly useful resource for coaches out in the field. I noticed when reading the guide, a number of recurring themes throughout the document. Can you explain these and what they are? Well, that comes back, Megan, really to what I've just said. It's um, a coaching guide that is very simple and holistic. And you've got interconnecting themes that run throughout the guide, which are themes that every coach can use to help them with their work. And we call these themes in the guide pillars, themes or pillars. And the first one is a very simple one, but one that sometimes coaches need to reflect on. And it's about the playing space and the culture that we as coaches create for girls. And again, using the tips and the recommendations, there are some great ideas. So for example, the space that you set up for girls, the possible equipment that you use for girls, is the space, for example, one where there are no boys around so they feel more comfortable? If there are boys around, could the activity perhaps be started in the changing room? And then there's the culture that comes under this, which is all around the use of inclusive language. And if I can give you a, an example, Megan, which will make some of our coaches listening today think, I once went to watch a, a coaching session of a coach working with boys and girls doing basketball. And the coach said, okay, guys, go and get a basketball. And all the boys went and got a basketball. A few of the girls went to get a basketball. Most of the girls just stood there because the, they thought the coach was not speaking to them. Okay. Some great tips and recommendations about how we can reflect on the language we use which is all part of this theme around creating the right culture and space for girls. The second one, which is a real good one for me again, is all about creating connections. It's about developing that relationship with the girls and the best person to develop that relationship is a coach. And it's about sharing perhaps coaching experiences. So when I was a coach, one of the things I talked to my girls about is how I felt when I was a young girl going through a coaching process, which of my coaches I connected to and why, and which of the coaches I found it uncomfortable to work to and why. And so 
it's about creating that shared experience. And there are some great tips in there of how the coach can spend time and connect to the, to the girls. The other thing which often is overlooked, but again, something our coaches listening today might reflect on, is about the importance of our peers. And for girls, having positive peers is a real bonus. They're the girls that bring others to the practice, they're the girls that give them confidence in the practice. And we also know from the research that positive peers in a sports setting often stay friends in life. And again, lots of great tips we've got in the uh, guide there. The third one is, is one that is often a misunderstood one, which is all around letting girls compete. And it's often cited that one of the reasons girls don't come and get involved in sport is because they don't like competition. And this is simply not true. Some girls love the rough and tumble of competition, but some want competition in a different way. And again, the guide has lots of advice and tips for coaches because we could look at competition in many different ways. We could have a team competing against another team, but we could equally have a team competing within themselves. So for example, if I was in a team with you, Megan, how many times could we pass a ball without dropping it in a given time? So it's about creating a team within competition. And finally, really importantly for coaches is sometimes girls just want to compete against themselves. And what do we mean by that? Well, we mean about just getting better at what we're doing and improving what we're doing. So again, that's the third pillar or theme that runs throughout the guide. Lots of ideas for coaches in there to help them. The fourth one we call progress, not outcomes. And we talk about the importance of effort and the process of learning, not just the result, about getting better because we want our girls in coaching to move from I can't to I can. And the way we do that is by looking at how we help them through the learning journey, rather than just looking at the outcome of the practice. And within that, it's about looking and praising practice. So examples such as, I really liked how you've helped your partner today to work in the session. I really like how you've improved your accuracy when kicking a ball. I really like how you persevered, not given up today. So it's about praising the process to encourage girls to enjoy the process of learning and not just the outcome. And a really important point in the guide, it's a great tip in the guide, it's called remember to label what they've done. How many times have we heard Megan coaches say, great job, well done. And the young person, the girl thinks, well, what have I done well? It's really important to help girls progress to label what it is that they're doing. Well done for scoring that goal. Well got done for the pass you have just made. So that's all about progress and outcomes. And again, great tips great recommendations and great ideas for coaches. And the final theme that runs throughout the whole guide is something called brave, not perfect. And I don't know about you, Megan, but I read all the time 
in the media, in magazines, in social media, um, how girls have to be a certain way. And it creates this culture in girls of being afraid to make mistakes and not look perfect. So it's really important to help coaches understand how to create a culture and environment where girls feel safe to just try and that it's okay to make mistakes. And one of the top tips I use is as a coach that in the roundup or the reflection at the end of a training session, I always make the girls start with a positive. Tell me something you've done well today something you have done well. And I substitute things like negative or mistake or wrong and say, is this something you want to try and be better at next time? And again, these ideas that I've got have all come from this great guide. So those are the, those are the five pillars, Megan, that run throughout the guide. And, and I think it's a great opportunity for coaches to have a look, have a look at some of those strategies and solutions, reflect on them and see how they can support them in the work they do with girls. Fantastic. And that was great. You provided some real great um, detail on the guide and also some really great examples for coaches to use in the future. And so can you tell me who the guide is for? Is it for beginner coaches, experienced coaches? And do you think parents and even volunteers could take something from this document? Well, in my opinion, having looked at the guide and the simplicity of the layout and the these ideas that are in there, I think this guide is aimed at anybody who wants to support girls to play sport. I think it'd be a great guide for parents to look at they can have an understanding of what we're looking for coaches to do with girls and how they can encourage their girls to take part and give them some confidence that coaches in sessions who use this guide are coaches that really understand and will really support their girls. I think all coaches can take something from this guide. There will be different areas of the guide that will help coaches and help them to reflect whether you're experienced or you're a beginner. And certainly I think the guide is a great starting point for anybody who's just looking to start volunteering and supporting girls in sport. It will help them to think about what girls need and give them some confidence when they go forward to volunteer. Fantastic. And for a coach who's only going to pick this guide up for 10 minutes, where should they start in the document? Where should they go? You know, that's a great question, Megan, because as coaches, we're always very busy and finding time to put that planning in before we go to a session is sometimes hard, but I would think very, very important. So if you've only got 10 minutes, these are some of the recommendations I would make. If you're a new coach or uh, somebody who's looking to volunteer, I definitely look at the section where it has recommendations has some really clear guidance to help you in how you prepare to set up. There's some great stuff in there around what to do. And the coach's corner, which is also in recommendations, are some practical examples from coaches working in the field around the world, which are great reads. 
I think the other thing that is really helpful for a new coach is there's a training plan in there, an outline plan. So it gives you a framework in which to put in what you're going to do with your girls in your coaching session. For a more experienced coach, it's about reflecting on what we're doing as a coach and trying to be even better in the way we help our girls. So I would definitely point them towards the behavior bank. And there's lots of tips of the day there. And perhaps with one of the pillars that we've already talked about in that behavior bank and top tips, they can pick out a theme and one or two things that they might work on and really try and emphasize in their training. The other thing for a more experienced coach is there's a great section on something called conversation starters. And these are activities where you can engage in conversation with girls to talk about inequality in sport, gender inequality, and start to have that debate and develop an understanding of where girls are coming from so you can be even better as a, as a coach. That's great. And I completely agree. When I read the guide, I really enjoyed reading the behavior bank. And that's something I've used since reading it. And I'm definitely going to take the conversation kickstarters into some of my future sessions. Well, it's great to hear another coach is already using it in a positive way, Megan. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. It's a great document. And so for other coaches, where can they find this document? Well, there are several ways you can access this document. As you've already said, it's a digital resource. So you can find it on the iCoach Kids platform. It's available there. You can also go to Made to Play, which is at www.nike.com forward slash Made to Play. Um, I'd also like to point out with the iCoach Kids platform, there's a coaching girls interest group. So anybody interested in joining that and joining the conversation, sharing knowledge and ideas, that's a great place to go to as well. Uh, and can I give a shout out here? Because as well as International Day of the Girl, on the 14th of October at 2 p.m. Central European time and 1 p.m. Greenwich Mean Time, we're going to have a fantastic webinar with coaches who've used the guide, and there will be some very special guests as well. So hopefully some of the people listening to this will join us on the 14th of October as well. Thank you ever so much for coming on today, Viv. It's been great to speak to you. My pleasure. I really believe in this guide, and I really hope it will help lots of people in their work with girls. A huge thanks to Viv for joining us today to discuss the Nike Made to Play Coaching Girls Guide, an incredible tool for coaches and parents of all ages and experiences to pick up and use. As Viv mentioned, why not celebrate International Day of the Girl with us on Thursday, October the 14th at 2pm Central European Time, as we host an expert panel in partnership with Nike, Youth Spot Trust International and Tafisa, where we will also be joined by a very special guest. To find out more, head to our social media pages at iCoach Kids World. Thanks for joining us today. Be sure to check out all things iCoach Kids at our new website, www.icoachkids.org. Sign up to learn, coach and connect.